Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. TikTok. Okay. TikTok is blatant copycatting. So I like TikTok and I feel awkward when someone's like, do this. It's trending. Do a duet. Lizzo ate berries on ice with coconut water, which is called nature cereal. And now we're all supposed to copy it. And so my social media girl was like, do something with your coffee and say, just fucking try it. Because I guess somebody had said, just fucking try it. I think it might've been Lizzo also. So I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't, not a copy. I don't like copying. And I said it before about Molly Sims, who I love and she's so sweet. I've laughed so hard at some of the things she's done and she's been copying someone else. But when you go to do stand up, for example, you would never use someone else's joke. So I'm sort of confused by it. And it's just so funny because TikTok, it's just, it feels a little disingenuous. Like I just feel weird. There was like, hi. Take some blueberry cereal, cyanide, eyelashes, and mascara, mix it in a blender, and you have COVID cocktail. Like, it's just, I don't understand. Everyone's just making, like, mash Oreos, mix them in a mug, blow up your microwave, and it's a mug cake. Like, it's just very over-the-top, like, saccharine sweet. And I like couples dancing together. 
But it's sort of become this place of like dorky mom comedy, which I love. It's every teenager rolling their eyes and every mom like playing, you know, Rapper's Delight on 10 and music and embarrassing their kid or scrubbing the kitchen. I like it because it's a release from COVID and that's nice. But it's just, I guess I'm just old. I guess I'm just old. I don't know. It's just weird for me. Like today, the girl who was doing my social, I did this thing in the backyard with the song, These Hoes Ain't Loyal. And I just was in a dress because I was made up already. And so I started swinging the hose to this hose ain't loyal, which I thought was funny. Like, that's clever. It's original. It's dumb. I thought of it outside. And then the social person said to me, so good morning. We can post this today on TikTok with something like loyalty is everything, I guess, because the hose, this hose isn't loyal, but like, okay. Or hosing down the place or Thirsty Thursday. That makes me uncomfortable. Like, I don't like anything over hosing down the place. I'm so literal. I'm like, the point is, it feels so kitschy. It's like, back in my day when I used to produce events, it was like, let's do a martini bar and have a cigar roller person. But like, let's do a sockatini and let's do a pinkatini and let's do a everything a teeny. I used to be like, ew, cringeworthy. Everyone's like copying teeny. And I know it sounds crazy, but I just don't like like things. I like original things. I don't like things that are things. Oh, no, it's a thing right now. I'll say once in a while mood, but if it's the dog, like, drooling, and I cringe when I even do it, but what are those things like woke or mood or work or lurk or Luke or Luke, a Luke, a Ellie da Luke. What's a word? A vibe. A vibe. But, like, things can be a vibe. Like, that's a vibe. Yes, but if you say dope, that's dope. Like what? I know someone like very waspy and white who wears Valentino who's like, no, it's dope. I'm like, what the fuck do you know? Whoever first said dope was not wearing Valentino that can promise you that. I like original things. You make it a fine like, yas queen, yas honey. We had a hysterical photographer that came to shoot me last week and she was really funny and we did enjoy her because some reason she, like, she kept going, yes, yes, girl, yes. Like two seconds away from saying, work it, you better work it, girl. Gucci, cover girl, fashion. And I was like, I am not a cover girl. I don't look like somebody in the Gucci ad. I find myself fairly attractive in makeup. I could look good. I could definitely like lock it down. But like when someone's like, girl, you are professional. Like everyone is like a character of themselves now with all this stuff that they're saying. Right. What are other ones? Um, prenups. Prenups is what? Hi, are you, you're engaged, so maybe this is a personal matter you want to discuss at another time. <laughs> that was your inside voice. This is outside. We're outside now. We're outside now. So I guess, yeah, so you're getting married, and but we will talk about prenups another day. Let's talk about prenups. But I didn't know that the kids were saying, that's dope, and prenups. Like, I don't know. Am I missing something? I feel like anybody else have any issues they want to talk about in their personal life? That was really funny. She's like, prenups? I'm like, okay, while we're at it, menopause? I just walked into the wrong room. I'm sorry. This is the wrong classroom. I'm sorry. I think you just opened the wrong. Yeah, this is this is at home economics. You're supposed to be in algebra. Two doors to the left. Okay. We're talking about lingo that is derivative, but you have a personal matter that we should discuss, and I have a name of a good therapist also who helps me along the way. <laughs> that was hysterical. That made me laugh. That was just a prenups. I'm like, hmm, hi. We're in a different class at this time. 
Um, well, anyone, I know I don't make sense, but I think I do make sense, but it doesn't really matter. What's the difference? It's a rant. Let me know what you think, please, because you guys have been loving these rants. So, you know, I just keep freewheeling. My guest today is Doug Wood, CEO of Tommy Bahama, famous for casual menswear, but also women's clothing and restaurants. He joined the company in 2001 as Chief Operating Officer, COO, before becoming the president during the 2008 recession, and then became the Chief Executive Officer, CEO, just a few years later. Today, we talk about the challenges of running a company during a crisis, the importance of pivoting your company with the times while staying true to your brand, and how gut instincts sometimes trump data. It's a great episode that I think you're going to love. I think the part about him having to deal with a recession being in the retail apparel and restaurant business is really valuable. I think the fact that it's a pandemic and he's also dealing in a retail hospitality space, it's just someone to listen to who had to decide how to turn a whole ship. You know, it's more than a billion dollar business. He had to shift So we've had to do that in our smaller businesses, startups, or just at-home businesses or at work. And it's good to hear someone who's done it in a major way with a lot of people watching, with a lot of pressure. That can help even uh, small entrepreneurs. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. So are you in Florida? I see a palm tree. No, I'm in Seattle. Is that where your office is? This is the worldwide headquarters of Tommy Bahama is in Seattle, Washington. Is that fair that you don't get to be in Naples or like drinking a pina colada on the beach of the Gulf Coast? It's actually probably the best thing for us because it allows you to dream of warm, sunny places as you're in the rain. It really inspires a great creative because we can't be there. So boy, do we dream about being there. Wait, so it really inspires the fantasy life that Tommy Bahama is the threat of Tommy Bahama. Percent. Okay. Yeah, because you really can't go outside most of the time because it's cold and wet. And so we think about it a lot. You know, uh, when it's not COVID, we do get out in the field a lot. So how many people does the brand Tommy Bahama employ? I don't mean, you know, people actually manufacturing clothes, et cetera, but the internal brand. Our employee base has fluctuated a little bit because of 2020. In total right now, I'd say we were about probably somewhere between, you know, 2,800 to 3,000 employees, uh, wow. which is down from where we were like a year ago. Wow. Um, but, you know, it, it has a lot to do with having 160 stores and 15 restaurants and now seven Marlin bars. So uh, a lot of people in the field and we're all over the United States and, um, Here in Seattle, I think we employ probably somewhere close to probably 350 people. So in corporate, it's 350, but you're talking about restaurants and stores, et cetera. Okay. So the Tommy Bahama brand is effectively relax. It's like relax, casual, don't take yourself too seriously, just chill. Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, we try to create an exceptional island lifestyle that inspires you to relax. And that is our mission, especially today. As people are a lot more casual, we actually feel like we're in such a great spot. People are coming to us. And also, we're a happy brand. We try to lean into the idea that, hey, let's have some fun and let's not take each other so seriously. Well, that's a fun environment and fun place to work. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. 
With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico or Puerto Rico. My accent's not the best, but I'm trying. But I know Puerto Rico well. I've been there so many times. I Be Strong has done so many missions after Hurricane Maria. It is more than just a name. It is a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. The unique Bariqua spirit infuses the island's culinary landscape with a one-of-a-kind passion and point of view unlike anywhere else. I love Puerto Rico. I've been there twice in the last year. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and Native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Who has been the target audience? How is that shifting? Who makes up most of your customer? I've been with the company now 20 years. The company's been in business for 28 years. And when I came to the company, we were a very men-centric brand that was targeted at basically our wholesale customers. And really, you know, this idea of, hey, we're at this guest who's probably 40 and up. And that 
has fundamentally changed, and it's something that we have done consciously. I'm absolutely have retooled the company so that we're trying to appeal to her mm-hmm. and make start to become her brand. And that's in everything that we do. And it's, you know, retooling our women's apparel, swimwear, food and beverage. We still believe our target is 40 and up, but I want to halo down to 35. Mm-hmm. You've been there for 20 years at Tommy Bahama. You've taken it from what I guess was $200 million a year when you got there. And what is it now? 2019, I think we had a $680 million number. Okay. You know, we're like $1.3 billion as a brand. Wow. So some of the things that you've talked about are sort of who are you targeting and how are you targeting them? And, you know, you could say you want to have 20-year-olds in the brand and 70-year-olds, but you have a target. And why do we have a target? Because... If you try to please everybody, you end up pleasing nobody. You have to know who you're talking to and how you're talking to them. So you were describing that you're a 40 plus brand. And, you know, I'm pretty much, I've been like 18 to 49. Obviously, I skew older and I have people's kids and daughters, but but I have an educated, you know, successful customer. And people have said to me, why don't you do skinny guy? Which is because I'm talking to women doesn't mean that I don't have their husbands and I've I've been on the cover of Forbes so I have a lot of business people and like I said women's husbands but I am a brand that is about practical solutions for women my new brand Bethany is about elevated solutions for women and I'm talking to women you've been talking to men living that leisurely Tommy Bahama lifestyle now you're bringing in women because obviously women are the purchasers of the household and you even have a language for that you know when we're on HSM we talk about her. What does she want? What is she wearing? What is she like? And you talked about her and you also talked about your customer as a guest. So for people building brands, like you have to figure out who you're talking to, how you're talking to them, what the language is. There's a whole language and a culture in a business. Even if it's the smallest business of three people, you still have to understand what the language is. So you, Douglas, you have on the average of 40 year old plus customer. You want to get to 35. You talk about her and you talk about your customer as guests. So how do you make that shift? How are you speaking to people? How are you making these changes, A, as a result of the pandemic, but not really just that, just as a business person? How do you make these big decisions that small business owners can really respond to and learn from? I'll break it down in a couple ways, and I'll answer the guest question first. We got into restaurants really early when the brand started. Our first restaurant opened in 1996 in Naples, Florida. But it had such a profound impact on our culture because, you know, with customers, you're trying to sell something to people. When you have a guest, you invite your guest into your home. It's a feeling, and you You just described a culture. Every business needs a culture. A culture. And we have a super strong culture around, let's figure out what our guests needs, how they want to interact with us, and then let's make that happen. Okay. And how can we exceed their expectation? And when you have a brand like Tommy Bahama, you said it, most people know us for men's Hawaiian shirts. Exactly. It's a very thin awareness of the brand. I know. And everybody knows me as skinny girl. Yes which I don't own the cocktail portion anymore. I own the rest of the entire brand, but everyone knows me for the margarita and for being a train wreck on the housewives. So when you guys are building brands or businesses, it's important how you start is sort of how you end up. And it's hard to get away from that. You know, Kentucky Fried Chicken is KFC. It's hard to get away from Kentucky Fried Chicken, which is still how I see it. You could do $10 billion in lounge shares and you're known for the Hawaiian shirts and you're known for men. And, you know, what percentage of your customers women now? 
about 35% of our product. Right. So he's still known as the man's company and you're trying to break out. Yeah. And I don't run away from the Hawaiian shirt thing. It's crazy from a PR standpoint. Bruno Mars can walk off a plane wearing a Hawaiian shirt and the caption will say, Bruno Mars wearing Tommy Bahama. And I'll look at it. That's that's not Tommy Bahama. You know, it's like that happens every single day. And so I I love that. I mean, think about the number of companies that aren't known for anything. And that's actually been part of our strategy. Hey, I'm always going to have really wonderful, tropical inspired wear. However, that is such a small part of our business. So when you come to us, I'm going to have the best damn Hawaiian shirt you've ever seen and the selection you want. That's just part of our DNA. This is the great question in relationships and in business. What do women want and how do you target women? Right now in the world, so many things are changing. Conversations are changing. Social consciousness is real. What do women want right now overall? We did focus groups probably five years ago all over the country. And I would sit in on these groups of men, women, men that bought our product, men who didn't buy our product, women who bought our product, women who didn't buy our product. And what came out, what just astonished me with on the, on the female side was age groups, 35 to 65, every woman wanted to basically be appropriate for their age. They want to be sexy. They definitely, we want to be uh, on trend in style, very fashionable, but they also had this awareness of, hey, I'm, I'm 40 and I need to start dressing like this. I and agree. And for us, that right away centered us on this idea that, okay, if we're really targeting a 40-year-old, we better have a fit model that's a 40-year-old right. and not a 20-year-old, okay? Because a, a six is not a six. And so we really focused it on fit and, and wanted to make sure that she knows that when she comes to us, not only do we have great quality, we have great fit. But the third thing we, we had to do is you better be on trend. You better be focused on what you have in the store is what's going on out there in the marketplace. So it's still got to be easy, breezy, Tommy Bahama. But you better see those elements that you see on trend in the marketplace. That's like an HSN customer, too. HSN has a similar demo yeah, to it, you. If you ever want to learn something, learn about HSN. It's a world. We can, I, I've sold 25,000 pairs of sunglasses in a few hours recently. I mean, think about that. It's crazy. And they think wow. about what she wants and focus groups also. And that brings me to ask you about data versus gut instinct, because we all have done so many focus groups and research that still don't tell the true picture. When we realized that the women's business was going to have to be you know, our biggest shift, we completely reorganized and changed the complexity of our business. So in other words, I brought women in to run the business and run the product side of our business. And so from a gut standpoint, I had to get, you know, as opposed to the way the company started with really three really smart menswear guys, we are really driven up from women right now. So I will say that I've got lots of access to data and sometimes it a hundred percent affects what we're doing. And then it's just basically really smart product and marketing people that see, wow, we have a a green field here of opportunity. Yeah, I know I can go get data, but let's not ignore what's right in front of us right now. Sometimes people don't know what they want until they see it, like relationships too. Sometimes people don't know that they would want that type of person until they meet that type of person who's not their quote unquote type. So if you're an entrepreneur, you need to go with your gut in addition to 
listening to research and listening to smart people around you who know what they're talking about. I completely agree. You know, the world is trying to tell you that it's only about data. And big data is a huge part, analytics, of driving a lot of decisions now, especially in the world of fashion and food. Uh, It's really just having talent surrounding you and listen to them. And once again, know what your brand stands for and say, hey, you know, that's a really great idea for somebody else. But for us, we're going to keep it right here. Brands have to adhere to the line. You could color outside the line sometimes, but to take some chances, I don't mean don't do chances, but you have to know your brand. You have to be able to say it in a sentence, in an elevator pitch, and you have to adhere to it because sometimes the shiny objects look good and the money looks good and opportunities look good, but then you're kind of getting off the road and you get so lost and you, you have to stick to your brand. I've seen designers that I know and I know what their brand DNA is and then They've just taken the money, the change off the floor and doing different licenses and it looks cheap and you can tell that it's just like an aberration from what they normally do. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico or Puerto Rico. My accent's not the best, but I'm trying. But I know Puerto Rico well. I've been there so many times. I Be Strong has done so many missions after Hurricane Maria. It is more than just a name. It is a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. The unique Bariqua spirit infuses the island's culinary landscape with a one-of-a-kind passion and point of view unlike anywhere else. I love Puerto Rico. I've been there twice in the last year. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and Native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. So after the pandemic, well, first of all, if you didn't have e-commerce, you'd be in big trouble, right? Oh, yeah. I I mean... uh... I was president of the company during the 08 and 09 recession, and we watched our business just get hammered overnight. After Lehman went down, our business is down 40%, and wholesale is contracting. It was so scary during that time period. But we had just launched e-commerce in October of 07. And so as I'm watching this business contract down, I'm watching e-commerce take off like a rocket ship. At that point, we were about 70% wholesale, selling the Nordstrom's and specialty stores, and we're about 30% direct, but we were watching e-commerce. Today, we're 80% direct and about 20% wholesale. You mean that 80% of your sales are a customer buying directly from you versus buying from Nordstrom that you've sold to Nordstrom, right? And if I go online and I Google my name, other brands have taken up my Google search words because they want you to buy it through them. So I have been screwing myself because I haven't had my online marketplace. And I'm just, you know, I'm a small business. We're doing $100 million in business, but I'm still a small business and still relatively new. And I have to shift this way because you want people buying directly from you. You capture their data. You know who they are, even if it's on a small scale. And I don't want people taking my Google search terms and buying from somewhere else. You you want that as a support system, but you want to get people direct. Yeah, and it's so impactful, especially at a time where stores are shut, restaurants are shut, and the only way people are able to interact with you is online. And so you better be crystal clear on Mm -hmm. your messaging during that time period so that people can still see, hey, uh, we're relevant. And there was a huge shift during COVID where we have a terrific women's dress business, a terrific women's swimwear business, but not during COVID. During COVID, those two categories, but you know, who's buying new swimwear because you can't go anywhere but your backyard. What's booming right now is cover-ups and we're locked and loaded from cover-ups because we talked about it last summer. It's like, hey, we come out of this. Every woman in America is going to be buying swimwear. I mean, and this is truth of COVID. We either got bigger or smaller. Nobody stayed the same. Okay. And so everybody's going to be buying clothes to go somewhere. That's so true. Businesses <laughs> had to decide and still have to decide now. You're still in a holding pattern. So what do you do? Do you get stunned? Do you have anxiety? Do you become stunted? Or do you, you know, pick yourself up from your bootstraps and figure it out, which is what big companies do. And that's the responsibility was on you. I mean, you have to delegate to everybody else what the hell is going to go on. I mean, I'm sure you were stressed out beyond belief in the beginning. And still now you're still shifting, right? If anything, during COVID, you know, all business were the same. We were faced with the biggest business problems all at once. We had personnel problems. We had loss of sales. All of a sudden, you're forced with trying to predict not just what's going to happen today, but what's going to happen in nine to 12 months. Because a company like ours, we plan our inventories six to nine months in the future. We have to get it on order. And so you're, you've got 
hundreds of millions of dollars that you're having to bet project what's going to happen, project. And everyone knows nobody could tell you. And so when you were asking the question about, hey, trust your gut, you know, this is where experience came in uh, huge because of what I saw happen in 08 and 09, because this was a giant recession, in my opinion, but you had to shift. You had to change the way you were going to be doing things. And we made huge bets that are going to pay off just because, like I said, I'm very bullish on the other side. I think that our guests especially still have money. I think that they're going to come out of this not just in a good place. They're hungry for their lives back and they're going to travel and people are going to get together. People are going to be busting out. So plan your businesses accordingly. And also you're saying, see, I always say that the mistakes that I made back then And when you started there, you were still running a major company, so you didn't want to make a lot of mistakes in 08 and 09. But the mistakes that you make when you're starting out are helpful and really guide you and educate you on when the stakes are bigger later. So because of all this institutional knowledge, and that's why I always say, whatever job you have, it could have nothing to do with what you're doing now. You've had many, you were at Boeing, you've been in cellular companies. I think you've been in very many different businesses. The point is, you never know where that's going to take you and how the knowledge from a past business is going to help you. When younger kids are saying, oh, we're never going to need this. I don't need to learn that. We're never going to need this. Or people are in some weird job where they don't feel like they should be there. I always say everything is your business. Do everything to the best of your ability because the mistakes, the learning uh, experiences you have will pay off later when you really bullseye where you need to be. Because right now, Douglas is talking about billions of dollars of business. Like you have major decisions to make and all of the knowledge from Boeing and from your childhood and from businesses and from your life and your marriage come into play now in a pandemic when people are trying to bet on what's going to happen. And the overall rule and advice is to take a minute, collect yourself, be stuck for a second, and then decide how you're going to take that football into the end zone. Absolutely. You know, the other thing, Bethany, that, I can't uh, say this enough is, look, Ty Bahama is owned by a a very strong holding company, Oxford Industries. First day that this happened, we sat down and we talked about, hey, this is a cash game. We got to make sure Mm -hmm. that we have the money to get through to the other side. And we got to conserve cash. Just as important, hey, uh, you better have a brand on the other side. So how you treat your brand during the pandemic. You have to protect the realm when it's good, when it's bad. It's like a relationship. It goes through ebbs and flows. It gets stressful. And if you're a true entrepreneur, whether you work within a corporate structure or you're running your own business, you have to understand that number one is hard work. Number one is hard work. Look at the board. Be strategic. Cooler minds prevail. I sweat the small stuff, but when the big stuff happens, I'm organized, collected, and when a crisis happens, I can, you know, rally. And that's really important if you're thinking about running a brand or getting into business or having a serious, high-pressure job. And well, to what is the most challenging part of running a business for you? I know what mine is, but I'll tell you mine after. It's people. I mean, it's actually making sure that you have the best people. And managing people, no? Isn't it a pain? Managing people is challenging to me. Yeah, I actually, I, I love teams. I mean, that's probably how I got in doing this in the first place. I love assembling a team 
knowing that people come with strengths, people come with weaknesses. You run a company like Tommy Bahama, you've got a lot of plates that are spinning and you can't keep them spinning yourself. And so you better damn well go out and get the very best people that, hey, we're all on the same page. So making sure that you have a clear mission, the clear vision, values that we all make decisions by. Once the rocket ship starts to fly, you're building it while it's flying. And it's hard to stop down and be like, okay, right now I have to get my team together and assemble one because you're already in motion. So it's hard to stop down. And I've found that I like find people along the way, which is not the best, easiest way to do it. Like you have to sort of take the breath to get it all together. Otherwise you're sort of piecemealing it. And then you need to understand how to delegate to these people so that they can execute. You need to be organized. So managing people and running a business is, is challenging in that regard because if you're a true entrepreneur like I am and you work within a corporate structure, I'm more like, let's go do that. Let's do this. Let's do that. It's hard to stop down and be like, okay, how do I be corporate about this? You know? And things are always moving. Like I was going to ask you how you're, um, how you're keeping up with the young kids, you know? TikTok, the younger generation. You're right. There's a huge divide with what's going on right now. And I won't say that I'm keeping up with TikTok. I'm trying to learn about TikTok. And, you know, uh, a really smart person about three years said something to me and I it's just stuck. And it's like, hey, Doug, you may be talking to 40 and up, but they're living in the 18 to 30 year old world. The young TikTokers reach out to me because their mothers are big fans of mine and say to them, do what she did. So I have this weird universe where I'm speaking to 18-year-olds and 50-year-olds. So it, it matters. And it matters in your stores, I guess, in restaurants because they're coming in with their moms and dads. So it's like an interesting world where you have to just be aware. That's not your target audience, but you have to be aware in who, whatever business. Yeah, and, and understand that change is happening whether you want it or not. Yeah. And so you better be adapting your business practices. And right now that's really getting your business focused on digital and social, but making sure that you're putting those checkpoints in place so that, as you said earlier, hey, you don't lose control of your brand. And I'll tell you, that's one of the hardest things to do right now because people want to be involved with your brand every second of the day. And at the same time, you're trying to keep it within some level of, hey, this is what we're about, but they're making it their own. And you've got to allow that creativity and allow people to make it their own. But as a brand message, you're basically putting out, hey, we're keeping it here. It's wonderful, some of it, Bethany. I mean, the videos that are made about your your brand that you have nothing to do with, you know, songs or songs yeah. about Tommy Bahama. I have nothing yeah. to do with those. You know, all of a sudden, somebody's saying, have you heard this song? It's out in the internet right now. Oh my God, are you kidding me? It, and you have to listen to that. People have to listen to that because you will shift and pivot according to the temperature and the weather outside. You can't be too stuck to your own idea where you're not flexible. You want to know what the core nucleus of your brand is, but you have to look at what's going on outside and decide whether you, you know, that could be a great idea. I mean, Stacy's Pita Chips, I talk about it all the time, was a sandwich store. And their leftover bread was what became the pita chips. So you had to shift and go where the fish are because that was where they ended up making their money. You can't just say, no, we're just sandwiches. We don't care about the fact that we're selling more pita chips. You have to go, you know, go with that flow. Well, the last question I want to ask you is, um, what is the most lucrative part of your business? Well, right now, it's still the men's and women's apparel. Apparel? Yeah. Okay. The core of our business is fashion. 
And, and, and then it goes into channels of how do we get that message out? And now it's e-commerce. And we have this new concept, Bethany, because we did restaurants and we did big restaurants and they're successful and they do a great job from not just elevating the brand, but also selling the product in the store. Well, even if you don't make as much money on that, it's a flagship store advertising the lifestyle. And people need to understand that it's not always about making the most money. Like I I made sure that I took less money on Housewives one season, but was allowed to do Shark Tank because Shark Tank allows me to broaden my brand. So that's an example of looking at the bigger picture. The first season of Housewives, I took basically no money in exchange for them not taking any of my future earnings, meaning you make small decisions to affect the larger picture. So your restaurants are commercials also, in addition to selling, you're not just selling food and beverage, you're selling a lifestyle and an experience, which is what reflects the whole Yeah, and for, for us, the restaurants uh, do three things. First of all, people come in expecting it to be Margaritaville and they find out it's much better. And so I have executive chef in every one of our restaurants. Second thing, uh, you know, online, someone spends six minutes with me in a retail store. They might spend 14 minutes. When I have a restaurant with a retail store, I get them for an hour and a half. And so I'm able to basically show them the entire brand. And then I have restaurants in really great locations, Florida, Arizona, California, Hawaii. And, you know, when you are in our restaurant, it takes you to an emotional place. And usually you're with many loved ones. And that, hey, that's a special night. It's also the number one place where I'm able to gather names so I can market to you later, which is also a big piece of what we do. No, that's that's a big note for people to be collecting data. You want to capture people. I've made not this mistake, but I haven't been so savvy about that. And you have to know what you don't know. And that's not my greatest strength. And you have to be capturing data. Basically, you have to be looking at the whole board And I guess the takeaway is that there are many different ways to do business and many different reasons to do business. And you have to sort of let it live and breathe. And truthfully, your whole brand is about relaxing. And I do feel that the best ideas come when you're a little bit relaxed, not in such a high pressure cooker. Sometimes you have to sit back and look at the whole board. Well, you've done an amazing job. You've built a great brand that keeps thriving. I wish you the best with the brand. It's so nice. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. that was the CEO of Tommy Bahama, which is undeniably a strong, strong brand that has been known for the relaxed man. And to have to shift and pivot to be marketed to women is no small feat. And I have different types of people on here to illustrate how different businesses function and operate and how business leaders make decisions during times of stress, but also how not everything's about money how sometimes you have to make difficult decisions and take chances and shift your business based on the times and you can find inspiration and practical solution tactics in so many different places. So just listen to these entrepreneurs. They may not have businesses like you. They may not have had a background like you and they may not be dealing with anything that's similar to what you're dealing with. But all business is really the same. And all these decisions can work on a small or a larger scale. And I try to kind of give you as much takeaway as possible and bring it all back to you because it doesn't matter if someone's selling a Hawaiian shirt or toothpaste. 
it's still about business and it still could affect you and your business and your personal life. So that's sort of why I have many different types of people on here with many different stories of institutional knowledge. And you could have started working at AT AT&T and at Boeing and end up at a relaxed lifestyle brand and still have a lot of important information to impart. Just Be is hosted and executive produced by me, Bethany Frankel. Just Be is a production of Be Real Productions and iHeartRadio. Our managing producer is Fiona Smith and our producer is Stephanie Stender. Our EP is Morgan Lavoie. To catch more moments from the show, follow us on Instagram at Just Be With Bethany. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.